home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen. Coming to you live from Hollywood, it's Rated G Radio with your host, Garrett Miller. I love when the crowd goes wild. Thanks, everybody, for being here. And for everybody who's been listening to the new show, we appreciate you tuning in Monday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific Time Live and in Technicolor. I'm your host, Garrett Miller, and each week we are bringing a co-host onto the show who hosts their own show or has feature shows on the network here at Rated G Radio. Tonight, I'm excited to bring back Rebecca Fisk. I'll bring Rebecca on in just a couple of moments. But my thanks for the reminder to next week's guest, Mary Lou Monroe Ray. She hosts Rated Oz Radio here on the network and does specials interviewing Australia's finest musicians, actors, and other interesting people. I was sure tonight was our night. And this is after two weeks ago, I confirmed with Mary Lou the date that we'd be doing our show. And so today has been a day, and we'll get into that in just a second. And so I reach out to Mary Lou going, okay, Mary Lou, I think it's like 1.15 p.m. your time. That's 5.15 p.m. my time because she's a day ahead. And she goes, Garrett, my dear, she calls me. And I know if Mary Lou calls me, we're going to be on the phone for like seven hours. So I do my best to try to do everything on text or message. She goes, Garrett, I'm at the gas station. We're, our show is not until next week. And I said, Mary Lou, are you sure? And she goes, Garrett, I've confirmed with you twice. And I said, well, that's interesting because it's been a day. So I went back and looked on my very impressive Google Drive sheet that I created when I lined up all of these hosts months ago. And I go, well, Mary Lou, you are absolutely correct. Our show is not until next week. You have a fine afternoon down under. And so then I looked at the sheet and it said for November 15th, which is tonight, it's one of my favorite people in this world. It's Rebecca. But I haven't talked to Rebecca since last month's show. So I reached out to Rebecca and I said, Rebecca, do you still want to do the show? And she goes, um, yeah, I've already advertised we're doing the show tonight, Garrett. And I'm like, okay, I'm just double checking because we haven't talked. So anyway, um, so Rebecca's going to join us tonight. Tonight, by the way, is not a psychic call-in show. I will tell you that if you would like to call in on the topics Rebecca and I will talk about tonight, we don't even know what they are yet. You can call in at 323-657-1493 and chime in on point, on topic. But if you're calling in to ask Rebecca a psychic question, this is not the show for that, folks. Well, Rebecca does different shows now for that. When she's here being a guest co-host, we're just here to chew the fat of the moment. You can go to IamRebecca.com, book a reading there, and she will give you a special radio rate. I hope I'm not talking off point here, Rebecca, but you'll correct me if I'm wrong in just a moment. But we've also got links to all of our other programming on the network. So if you'd like to talk to Rebecca, there's a link for her website. If you'd like to find out more about our flagship show, Rated LGBT Radio, starring Rob Watson on Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific time, you can click the link for that, Rated Oz Radio, and then Journey with Stephanie, starring Stephanie Gerard. Speaking of Stephanie, tomorrow night, Tuesday, November 16th at 7 p.m. Pacific time, Stephanie will have a brand new show for November, and we're very excited to welcome Stephanie back to the program. 
Um, she'll be hosting and interviewing. I'll be running behind the boards, as they say, and just making sure everything goes nice and smooth. So with that, Rebecca, thanks for coming back on. I know it's not short notice to you, but on short notice for me because of my horrible planning for today. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> but but it has been a day. So it's it's I mean it's been a good day, but it's been a long day. And it has been uh, a long day. It's been a long day. But it's and we haven't talked. We haven't we haven't like we haven't we haven't even we haven't talked at all. <laughs> at all. Which Not is, at all. I mean, in a I while. love talking to Rebecca, but I know when, you know, you and I are getting ready to do the show, it's like, well, let's not talk. So then we've got stuff to talk about on the show. So for me, my day started bright and early, super early, probably around 3 a.m. Eric, who's one of my dogs, has decided that he wanted to go in and out of the house about a thousand times. And by the time I was ready to get up this morning, I had a massive migraine and have just been like, Bleh the entire day. Um, so much so that I even called out of work. So that has been wow. like a whole, whole thing because now if you have a headache, that's now considered a COVID symptom, even though seasonal migraines are something I've had for years and years. So I had to go get a COVID test and I, oh you know, double vaccinated. I've got my booster shot, the whole thing, my temperature's great, you know, all this stuff. So I got to have that to even go back to work. So I just rolled my eyes that I called out and I didn't suck it up and go in, but you know, there we go. How long have I known you? Let's see. Wait Forever. a minute. I can answer that question. I have known you for 11 years. Yes, you have. I have never known you to call up sick. Not one time. Well, yeah. I have done it yeah. a couple of times, um, but it's been extremely few and far between. And so yeah. I was just like, I do have the sick time. My head hurts. I'm, you know, I just... You know, I need dark, I need quiet, mm -hmm. and here we go. Anyway, so that was today, and um, we're doing the show for the next 54 minutes. I get to talk to a BFF like no other. So what happened in your day today? What, what did you have for dinner? I know earlier you were saying you're making dinner. So what did you have? Oh, well, actually, I was making dinner for my kiddo. I made um, yeah. arugula and I think mozzarella stuffed fresh ravioli. Oh, I didn't make yum. it. I didn't. I didn't yum, make it yum. fresh, but yeah. And then um, Trader Joe's has this harvest pasta sauce that's made with a bunch of veggies. And so whenever they have it, I buy a whole bunch of those jars because I get more veggies into my teenager that way. Yeah, super <laughs> um, smart. And yeah, and my kiddo loves it. So I made some of that. And uh, yeah, so that was dinner for my kiddo. I will probably have a shake. Um, yeah. I may have an apple and or some oranges. Um, one of the, the, I go to a doctor who does what he calls bioenergetic medicine. So it's about, you know, your whole, the whole person. So it isn't just your diet and your supplements and your exercise. He actually asks you, what are you doing that you're passionate about that brings you joy? So he treats. Like and what are you? Well, look, I, I'm doing this show with you right now. <laughs> uh, I'll come back to that. I'll come back to okay. that. So, so one of the things that he said is, that, you know, I'm taking a, a homeopathic to support my adrenals and my liver. And uh, he mentioned that citrus fruits are really good for the liver. And I do my lemon, honey, cinnamon water pretty much mm -hmm. every day. So I will still do that today, uh, this evening, because I haven't done that yet. 
Um, but I've been buying mandarins and eating those quite a bit. So I'll probably have an apple and a mandarin because um, I had a huge salad for lunch. And then I had a little treat, of a couple of cookies. So it's a combination of, of making sure I'm getting the nutritional stuff that I need. Plus, if I want to have a treat, allowing for the calories and doing it all that way. Yep. But on, but on that note, I will also say I'm super excited because I've been in physical therapy now for about six weeks. Um, and I didn't do anything, folks. I didn't do anything to injure myself. Um, it was basically, you know, those, those perfect things that fall into place that create a situation where you go, oh, I didn't know that if I couldn't do that and I couldn't do that and I couldn't do that, I was going to get this result. So let's back up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to work out at the gym like four or five days a week and I, I did, okay, lower body one day, upper body next day, I'd go back and forth. And, um, I was doing that, you know, all the time. It helped me feel really good until the pandemic. And so now my gym is closed and I can't go. And I had just started going back for like a week or two when cases started rising again. And I'm careful. I just, you know, and, and my whole thing is I don't have any judgment about whether or not you're vaccinated or you are. It doesn't matter to me. Do what's in alignment for you. But I'm careful. So I have been vaccinated um, took me a long time to get vaccinated, waited till I could get the Johnson and Johnson, did a ton of research because I am one of those people who's had reactions to things. Um, and so when the cases started going up, I thought, you know, that doesn't feel like it's in alignment with what I want to be doing. So I haven't been going to the gym. I was walking about 14 miles a week for a while there and um, for actually for months. And then that slowed down. And I didn't realize that slowing down the walking, you know, then my knees started actually hurting. And then I found out that, oh, it's because with not working the lower body and using the machines I was using at the gym, my hips and my glutes um, my, and my core have become weaker. And because they are more weak, they put pressure on my knees when I walk. Mm -hmm. I did not know that I have to have my core strong in order to protect the health of my knees and my other joints. So I've been going to physical therapy. The other thing was, I don't know if I shared this with you, Garrett, but I know that you have watched my weight loss journey from my very heaviest to where mm -hmm. I am now. And you're um, stunning. I by know the that way. you, well, thank you. I love you. And it checks in the mail. <laughs> um, but you know, two years ago, when I started this most recent journey for myself, um, I had gone, I, I had injured a knee, one of my knees, and I'd gone into the orthopedist. And he said, look, you know, you have the beginning of arthritis, and you have to lose weight, or you're going to get it. There's no way around it. So I thought right then and there, I said, okay, I'm going to lose the weight. And I said, but I'm going to take a year. And he said, fine. So when I went back to see him this time, I was like nervous. And oh, my knees are hurting. What does that mean? So he came back and took the x-rays and he said, there is no sign of arthritis. There's no signs of arthritis. I've lost, I'm down 40 pounds from when I saw him two years ago. And I've kept that off for over a year, over a year or so. Um, but he said, yeah, there is no arthritis. It's just now that you've got pressure on your knees because your core isn't strong. So mm -hmm. on Friday, the physical therapist cleared me to start working out on my climber again. So I have nice. what's called a maxi climber. 
It's like a versa climber. Yeah. And so this is the one that climbs like straight up and down. It's not an elliptical. It's like straight up and down. And that is my workout of choice. It kicks my butt. Literally. It's a great cardio. It strengthens your core. It does all kinds of great stuff. And it's the momentum is from your own body. There's nothing moving it for you. So you're not going to get hurt as long as you're in proper alignment while you're actually doing the exercise. So I'm super excited. So I got on that this morning. I got on it yesterday. And, of course, I haven't been on it in months. So it's like, okay, well, I did two minutes. That's a good start. So, so today I did like five minutes. And then I went back and did my physical therapy exercises. And so I kind of have this renewed commitment to myself now to keep going because I still have a bit of weight to lose just to be in optimal shape. And Mm -hmm. as you know, I'm training for the Grand Canyon for next year. So Mm -hmm. I have time. I'm not going to do anything, you know, no starvation diets, no, you know, nothing drastic. Um, But it's like I am now recommitted to my own well-being and moving in the direction of that goal of hiking the Grand Canyon next year. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited. So my day started early. That was about 630 this morning. Um, And I've kind of been going ever since. (laughs) Well, I'm well, proud of you. that's not unusual for me. I wake up early. Well, thank you. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. Okay. Show's <laughs> over, folks. Yeah, actually, we're done. I'm, I'm proud of myself, actually. That really, you should that, be. That's what it comes down to. I, I am. You know, and it's not coming from a place of arrogance. It's like, look, you know, the self-care comes first. The self-love has to come first. And I don't think I really knew what that was. I think I had glimpses of that and moments where I felt like, wow, I'm really loving myself. I'm doing good. But then I'd, I'd get off balance pretty quickly and easily. And I'm finally really discovering this place of peace within myself where I want to live. And it's a different place. I keep asking myself, well, how does this feel? And how do I want to move forward from the situation where I am right now? And it's a different place. Why um, do you think we sabotage ourselves? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, you know, for whatever reason, we get programmed at some point to believe that we are not enough. And because that is our deepest belief, we basically create circumstances that will make that true. And this is just my, you know, my layman's perspective based on my own experience but you know babies come in and there is no judgment they love everybody and everything and they just want to be fed and changed and you know held and it's really simple but from the moment they start to develop they're programmed based on their parents fears their parents judgments the people around them and there is no other way for a parent to raise a child except with their own experience Mm -hmm. so Every single child is limited by the parent's humanness, if you will. And so so that's my feeling is that we self-sabotage because, well, and then there's another layer of this as well. We self-sabotage because we don't believe that we are worth more. We don't believe we are enough. And then on top of that, we have coping skills that we develop to help us cope with the pieces of us that feel like we're not enough. And then that becomes a familiar pattern. And we want to stay comfortable. So we stay in these familiar patterns, even though they don't get us where we want to go. 
but it's easier to just fall back into these familiar patterns than it is to consciously change what we're doing to get a different outcome. Because let's face it, nobody really likes change. We might want the results of the change, but there's nobody out there going, yes, I want to change. I want to change. I, I want to get into unfamiliar and uncomfortable territory. I don't know anybody who does that. And so because we're so used to staying in the familiar, we don't, we, we don't change it. So that also becomes part of the sabotage. Um, and it's very interesting, too. We attract people into our lives to either continue repeating the pattern or we attract people into our lives who potentially will help us grow out of it. They either become a catalyst for us to change or there's somebody who continues helping us repeat the same pattern. Okay, so I'm going to ask a question, and I'm just, it's more of a rhetorical question than anything else. So a year ago, well, let's just say February, I got down to a number on the scale that I never thought was possible, at least, you know, now that I'm not like 12 years old. It was 157 pounds, and arguably that's the lightest I've been in 25-some-odd years. Now, I felt great. My pants fit great. I thought I looked great. Now, everybody around me was terrified that I was, you know, I had some terrible disease and I'm going to die of malnourishment. And I, you know, so I think we talked about this a little bit last month. And so my exercise journey this year, and I was working out like a, you know, working out five days a week cardio 45 minutes to an hour a day. I swung my free weights around like I'm Hulk Hogan, taking my vitamins, saying my prayers, like all the good Hulkamaniacs do. And I looked great. And then I screwed up my shoulder. By the way, I did call that chiropractor that you referred to twice and they have not ever called back. So I'm going to assume that 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 is somebody who's not meant to be for me to go see. So I totally get it. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm still looking for a physical therapist because my by the time I get home from work, you know, the last thing I'm doing is, oh, let me sit down and Google physical therapist on Huntington Beach. Anyway, so long story short, um, stop doing a lot of working out to the point of, you know what, my shoulder hurts so bad. I'm just going to stop doing all working out and went back to the doctor. Well, now probably about six weeks ago. And I said, you know, I, I'm feeling real sorry for myself. And she made me get on the scale. And granted, it had my shoes on and my wallet in my wallet, my wallet in my wallet, you know, that mm-hmm. scenario, uh, yeah, yeah. my keys. I was wearing two shirts, you know, a belt, all the things that must have added at least 18 ounces, you know. And it was a number on the scale that was nowhere close to that 157. Now, I will tell you, when I look in the mirror, you know, and, and I'm not going to say the number just because I'm just like, okay, we're changing this immediately. But the the number on the scale was much different than I really thought. I thought, oh, I'm probably like around, you know, 170. Well, it certainly was not 170. Um, and so, you know, I, I said to myself, okay, you know, you had a really good summer. You know, you were heading into summer the right way. You looked great. Your clothes fit. Now they're just tighter. So I can still fit into my skinny jeans. I probably don't look good in my skinny, well, skinny jeans, skinny pants for work. Um, But thankfully, nobody says anything to me. I can still button them so it's not like, you know, I'm popping out. But um, the number on the scale is much different. I said, I've got to do something. So if nothing else, I've been trying to do cardio pretty much every day of the week. One of my teammates had said, you know, let's do a 30-day, you know, workout challenge. And that can be whatever workout you want. 
whatever, you know, whatever you call a workout could be eating a pizza. I don't know, but it's, you know, it's up to the individual. <laughs> and so, you know, he does his thing and he looks like I looked when I was that age. And I look like I look at the age that I'm currently at. But I will tell you that has been really a, um, a nice incentive for me to have to have accountability to somebody else. And frankly, he doesn't care if I work out or not, but it's nice to be able to go into the office in the morning and say, I got my 30 minutes in, or I got my 45 minutes in, or I'm getting my six miles of something in today. I might have to do part of it tonight, but it's that little check and balance. And except for really, I don't know, like today didn't work out. Um, and, you know, there's a day or two last week that I didn't work out because again, I had a migraine and I was like, I just like, I just can't even, you know, can't do it. Um, you know, I've been working out pretty much every day, but just cardio. I'm not doing the weights yet because I'm still having this fantasy land, Rebecca, that my right shoulder is going to magically just feel better one day. It's not. So all of my quantum physics thinking and, you know, my shoulder is healing, my shoulder is healing. I still think I probably need something else. But why do I, you know, why did I get to that point where I felt so great, thought I looked great, and then just basically said, screw it for six months, I'm going to jump ship. The logic on that makes no sense because I liked how I liked everything, on, you know, I'm very superficial. I liked how I look in a picture. I liked how <laughs> everything fit, you know, and frankly, I can see where my diet has changed a little, but not really that much. I'm still eating pretty good. It, what changed is the complete lack of physical activity. Anyway, so that's my little soapbox of, you know, why am I fat again? Well, it, it, and the thing is, though, that there's, you know, we, we have this thing where, okay, well, you did this, so let's go celebrate. And how do we celebrate? Eat. We eat. Like, yeah, you did it. This is awesome. Let's go celebrate. Let's have a drink. Let's go eat something. Let's, you know, mm -hmm. let's go out to dinner. That's what we do. Instead of, wow, that's really awesome. Let's celebrate by going for a walk or let me get you a little trophy or, you know, yeah. let's take some, some modeling shots or, you know, something like that. So, you know, and, and, and most people do that. Most people do that. Okay, yay, I got down to this weight. Let's go have some dinner. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the other thing is it, it, I have really come to understand it. it is much more dependent on how you feel and how you look than the number on the scale. And Absolutely. I'm a really great example for that because mm -hmm. um, I am wearing the size that I wore, oh, 30 years ago. Wow. And I weighed about 40 pounds less than I weigh, 40 mm -hmm. pounds. I'm not exaggerating. And I, I basically finally asked a physical therapist and he said, well, you've got a lot of muscle mass on you. You've got, you know, and, and some people have heavier bones and heavier muscle mass and whatever. And he said, you carry a lot of mass, which is good. He said, that's really good. But when I said, well, you know, I'd like to drop another like 30 pounds. He said, okay. He didn't say, don't do that. He said, okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, okay, well, what size am I going to be? Because I'm not an unreasonable size right now. So it's, I'm really curious. So, so Garrett, you'll be one of the first to know when, when, we, I can't when, wait. We, when I get there. Yeah. So we'll see. So I'm, I'm on that, I'm on that uh, mission now. Just, and, and, and also it's because it's, it's how do I feel 
It's, it's really, how do I feel? And, mm-hmm. you know, I feel really good compared to how I felt before, but I still have aches and pains and stuff here and there. And I keep thinking, you know, I'm super excited to see how my body feels without the extra weight, any of it. So uh, I'm kind of like, wow, this, I can't wait to see what happens when I get there. But I am doing this as a uh, one step at a time. I'm not in a hurry. It doesn't have to happen overnight. It's just, it's a process. And I get to do this in steps. And as long as I'm staying centered on my own body and I'm coming from that place, then I know that everything is good. So I guess, you know, the way that I'm looking at this now is really it's a whole person thing. You know, like I was talking about Dr. Gallitzer at the beginning about the bioenergetic medicine and treating the whole person. Mm-hmm. I'm learning to love myself as a whole person. Like, how do I feel? Am I presenting myself as who I am? Am I in alignment with who I want to be? And are the steps that I'm taking in my life right now lined up with where I want to go and what I want to be doing? Am I showing up for myself fully? Because it's from that place I can show up for other people. And so all of this is kind of, you know, me on my own personal journey to love myself. Because, first of all, wherever I go, there I am. And I'm the person I'm going to wake up with for the rest of my life. I am my own partner for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So I'm really kind of integrating all of that in a deeper level than I ever have. So all of that to say, you know, the places where we sabotage ourselves, I have come to this other level within myself where I'm not judging myself the way that I used to. It's, a, it's very different. The self-talk that I have going on is really different. And it's much less, Garrett, you would be really shocked. Not that you've ever been completely in my head, but you've had glimpses into me going, okay, but what about this? And what about that? And what do I do with this? And what do I do about that thing? And blah, blah, blah. And you're like, whoa. And most of that has kind of gone away. I know it's hard to believe, but most of it's gone away. Are you still there? Did I lose you? Hello? Garrett? Okay, so Garrett just sent me a text and said that his show dropped. So I'm going to continue talking in case you guys can all still hear me. (laughs) Um, You know, it is this really fun thing of live radio, right? And uh, we've had this kind of stuff happen before. So um, I will do what Garrett has asked, and I will just keep talking. So, you know, I've kind of wanted to talk to Garrett about this. Um, this journey of self-discovery because it's been a few months now where I decided to kind of take a deep dive into self-exploration and the catalyst for that was that I met somebody really amazing and felt incredibly connected uh, to this person and I realized that almost immediately I went into fear about what if I don't get to have this this is the most beautiful soul connection that I've ever really experienced. Well, hello. So I'm just, I'm rambling. So um, I'm just going to talk a minute about my deep dive. And so basically what I realized is that I have a lot of trauma stuff that's been showing up and that I have basically um, come from trauma in my romantic relationships that I've shut down 
and that I've had, you know, you talked about these patterns and why do we sabotage? And so the biggest area of sabotage in my life next to the weight stuff until the last few years um, has been romantic relationships. And so um, I've spent the last few months really taking a deep dive into looking at where my trauma is, what caused it, how I can heal it. Um, and it, and it reaches a place for me where I don't go into the blame. I just want to know how I can heal it and how I can move forward and feel more whole because I would love to have a great partnership, a great life partnership. And I've had some wonderful people in my life in so far, but I haven't really had that kind of partnership where I feel like we're really a team and we have each other's backs all the time. So I'm learning I'm learning. And um, yeah, so I feel different. I, I feel like I'm not the same person that I was a few months ago. I mean, I Good. am inside my heart. Well, yeah, it's inside your heart. You're, you're always a joy. Oh, well, thank you. Again, your check's in the mail. <laughs> okay, good. I'll cash it. Um, yeah, so, so folks, let me just say that, you know, Garrett has, has definitely encountered me when I'm in a heap on the floor. <laughs> Why is this happening? You know, what? You know. so. Uh, well, so likewise. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, you know, it's just life is fun sometimes. And yeah. Anyway, so if you want to talk about really, so I'm going to plug my music real quick. By the way, this happened last oh, yeah. week with Rob. Yeah. Rob and I were halfway through the show. He's getting to some really important news about what's happening in his life. And the show disconnects on me and I had to restart the server. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? It's right at the exact same time. It's like I paid the bill anyway. So shameless plugs of the day um, tonight. Our guest co-host is Rebecca Fisk, one of America's top 50 psychics. Tonight is not a psychic call-in show. If you'd like to book an appointment with Rebecca, we do have a link on the show page. You can go directly to her website, which is IamRebecca.com, and book an appointment. But we've also got links to our other programming here on Rated G Radio, including Thursday's flagship show, Rated LGBT Radio, starring Rob Watson, Rated Oz Radio, starring Mary Lou Monroe Ray, and then Journey with Stephanie, which will be live tomorrow night, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. And Stephanie will be interviewing a very special guest on her own show that she does monthly. So plugs there. And then the final plug is for my music. You'll find me under my musical artist name, Blonde Jesus. I've got a link on the show page also. If you go to Spotify, you can see my new album called The Musical. It's, it's already won Best Rock Opera by one of the independent music organizations here in Los Angeles, and I'm very excited about that. I've also got a new Christmas album that is almost ready to be done. Um, assuming that I don't have another migraine, I'll be going into the studio on Thursday to finish a cover I always do my own music, and I've decided to do a cover of Have Yourself a Very Merry Christmas. So we're going to do an interesting take on that, and um, then it's going to be out on the market, folks. So anyway, with that, Rebecca, one of the new songs is a ballad. And you know, um, I really don't – it used to be when I first did music, I would – post it and I'd be like oh everybody tell me what you think tell me what you think <gasps> and even before it was released I'd be sharing it with everybody and you know I've got to get your input I've got it and then I finally decided I don't really I mean I like it if you like it but it's really not going to change how I'm going to do it if you like it or don't like it 
So it's nice if you do, but now I just wait till it's ready to be released, with the exception of a Christmas song that I was working on a few weeks ago. It was called Christmas Without You, and it's the only ballad on my album. And, I, and you know, Rebecca, when I write my music, I write songs that are very tongue-in-cheek. I would call me, uh, I, I would say I'm paying tribute to Weird Al Yankovic, except I don't play polka music or the accordion. So um, I take the humor concept that you would find in a Weird Al Yankovic song, and I say, you know, I want to tell a story, but there's usually humor in it. Christmas Without You is a very sad song. And I know it's sad. And I know it's a great song because when I was at work, right after going into the studio a few weeks ago, two of my coworkers there, straight males, and you know that if you can get a straight guy to cry by listening to a song, it's a great song. And both of them, independent of each other, listened to it and they had tears in their eyes. And I went, Job well done. Woo! So I can't wait for that to be released in the next few weeks. So that'll be super fun. Well, I'm excited for you. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, it's it, it's really unlike anything I think I've ever done. So for me, it's a nice departure from the usual, you know, funny song that I'm going to be doing. And um, I'm very excited for you to hear it. So anyway, so that's some music news. Now back to our regularly scheduled, you know, Hot Topics programming. What else, what else is going on, Rebecca? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, let's see here. Um, actually, I'm going to plug myself here because I'm running some Please. specials right now. And um, so I actually have a pre-sale special going on until December 10th. And then from December 10th until December 31st, I have a regular sale going on. And then after the first of the year, Garrett, I'm going to raise my prices, which I haven't done in over 10 years. Holy cow. So well, we've got to get in while the getting good. Yeah. Well, even the specials are a little bit more than what they've been in previous years. But, um, you know, I, I was charging a lot less than half price for these specials, these packages. And I realized, and then I, I let them continue during the pandemic. And I finally realized about halfway through this year, I can't afford to do that anymore. Can't well, afford to do it. Your time has value. It's, it's and, too little. Mm-hmm, and so, mm-hmm. yes. Well, well, and also, you know, one of the things, too, is like, if people go, oh, well, if you work eight hours a day, man, that's a lot of money. And it's like, no, no, no. I don't work eight hours a day. Like, if I'm going to do work that is honoring myself and honoring my clients, three or four hours a day, four is like math. But maybe more like three hours a day is appropriate because it does require, you know, I have to kind of get out of my own way. And I don't even really notice so much that it's, I I won't even call it draining, but there is a, um, an expenditure of energy, if you will, by allowing this process of having this information come through because basically I'm a channel. And so if I'm going to give 100% to each of my clients, then I have to make sure that I'm well-rested enough and that I don't work too much in any one day. So I've come to this understanding that if I'm going to honor myself and honor my clients and always do my very, very best, about three, between three and four hours a day is max. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, of course, I'm doing this certification program, and that's going to start being about 15 to 20 hours a week. So that's, um, you know, I've already been front-loading my kid that, hey, come January 1st, I'm going to be in school like 15, 20 hours a week. 
So uh, it's intense. Oh, and I forgot to tell you. So I am um, auditing John Odlum's um, Wisdom of the Earth Oils, Essential Oils. Oh, my gosh. Aromatherapy. John Odlum is the best. Again. I'm, I'm, he's awesome. Yeah, so I took the certification course three years ago, or no, two years ago, I guess it was. And um, I decided, you know, the oils are just so amazing. And so I wanted to kind of reconnect with all of that. So I'm doing that right now, too, because I have a lot of extra time. Not really. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, the thing is, you asked me, what am I doing for myself to bring joy into my life? And it's like, I am reconnecting with all the things that I love. I was taking songwriting. I've taken, I've, I've kind of taken a break from that. And the reason is because there's a part of that process that for me becomes a little excruciating because the one place in my life where I have perfectionism and that I haven't been able to quite let go of it yet is in songwriting. And so what I realized is let's take a little break from that because we're working on so many other things. Um, But I love the oils. Um, I'm starting to cook more at home and I actually really enjoy that. I'm taking care of my body in a better way. I love exercising. I love the walking. I love getting on the climber. I'm meditating more now. I love being outside. Um, and one of the most fun things I've ever done in my life is writing, and I wrote an animated feature with a friend of mine, and I want to start doing that again as well because that is super fun. So, And then hanging out with my kiddo, of course. So um, I am the mom who will be like, I need to chill. Okay, kiddo, let's go play some video games. So I do that. <laughs> um, so what's your favorite video game and- right now? Oh, gosh, there is this suite on the Switch, Nintendo Switch. Um, And so there's something called Six Ball, and it's basically like marbles, a marble version of Tetris, basically, is what it is. You have to match six in a row for them to clear. And so you want to keep them from filling up the screen. So that's one of my favorites. And another one is Renegade, which is kind of, uh, it's an interesting game, but I like that one, too. So uh, those are kind of my favorites right now. But I always love a great game of Yahtzee. I love Scrabble. I played Words with Friends online. I love Upwords, which is like Scrabble on steroids, where you can actually build words up. Like you can change, like let's say um, the word cart, C-A-R-T. You can put a D on top of the C and make it dart. So you can, or an F. You can make the words go up. Uh, yes, I thought about that too. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... Um, you know, those are little things. And then so starting to write, do more things for myself, um, walking, sitting out, watching the sunset. I mean, these are all things that kind of are quality of life things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I love when the moon is up overhead. I love this time of the year when the moon goes overhead and it like basically shines in my window at night. Um, so I've been leaving my blinds open so that I can sleep in the moonlight. And so a lot of times what will happen lately is I'll, I'll wait, you know, I'll go to sleep and I'm looking at the moon and then I wake up at some point early in the morning and I can see uh, the Big Dipper. And it, there's something oh, that's wow. very peaceful and calming for me about that. So the other night, um, you know, the wind was blowing in such a way that I could hear the waves crashing. And so there was this mm. peacefulness that I was experiencing about, you know, laying in the moonlight and hearing no other sounds except the waves. And that was, I, I love that. And so I kind of keep going into that when I need peace. I kind of go into that. Um, I love the sound yeah, of ocean waves. Yeah, 
And then I love my work because you asked me what brings me joy. I love helping yep. people. Yep, yep. I really do. Yeah. It's been interesting with the certification course because we're doing some of what she's calling the pre-courses. And I'm learning so much already. And I'm noticing that I'm already taking what I'm learning and applying it to clients. And it's really feeling rewarding to be able to help people the way that I'm helping them. Um, I just feel so incredibly grateful that I get to do work that I love and that, you know, my intention is to help and, and to get the feedback from them that I'm doing that. So how long is your um, certification program for that's You know, there is a, there is something to knowing that you're on your path that can't be, um, you, you can't replace that feeling with anything. And that feels really good. How long is your program for? How long is my the certification program? Yeah. Oh, I lost you there for a sec. Yes. Oh, the so um, it will be it will ultimately end up being a year and nine months. The program itself is a year, but if you sign up early and you do these other things, you get extra courses or and, and extra stuff for an, an extra nine months. So I've already started it. Uh, I started it in August. And it doesn't officially start until January and will run for a year. And then I have an additional six weeks or I'm sorry, six months of coursework. After oh, that. wow. That's a so, lot. But it's can already you, can you share what your certification is going to be in? Or are you going to keep that under wraps for right now? Sure. No, no. Um, it's the certification to become a love, sex and relationship coach. And Ooh. so it, it's really, it's beautiful. This woman is amazing. Um, you know, she studied in Asia for like 10 years, lived in the jungle there for a while, but, you know, she studied human sexuality at Stanford and then she studied, uh, tantric, uh, traditions, uh, breath work, meditation, um, psychology, attachment trauma. I mean, it's, it's a very well-rounded, all-encompassing program. And so there's nothing that she's leaving uncovered, basically. And a lot of it comes from her own life experience. So I have so much respect for her and the way that she's presenting this information. And it, it just all makes so much sense. And the reality is that we are all, as human beings, we are supposed to thrive at the mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional levels in our bodies. And we shut down. You talked earlier about the self-sabotage. Well, we learn to shut down. We learn to not up. We learn that anger is not a polite emotion, but it's not that it's not a great emotion. It moves us to action when other emotions do not, but we are typically not taught how to use anger as a way to move us forward. You know, you can deal with anger by writing letters, hitting pillows, screaming, you know, doing things that will get that energy out of your body without having to yell at someone. So we're taught how to be polite, and in order to do that, we end up shutting parts of ourselves down, not to mention, you know, sex is taboo, and, you know, you're not supposed to talk about that. I mean, if we think about, you know, not that long ago, oh, my gosh, you couldn't talk about the fact that you were gay if you were gay. You couldn't talk about the fact that you were trans if you were transgender. You know, you couldn't talk about mm -hmm. being bisexual. None of those things were permissible to speak about. And thank God we're in a time now where you get to express who you really are. And at the end of the day, no one's going to judge that about anyone else if they're comfortable in their own skin. Because if you're comfortable in your own skin, you don't really care what anybody else is doing. Right. Because really nobody else cares. They're all just trying to work their way through their own life. 
Mm-hmm. So, so it's this beautiful thing of I get to learn who I am. I get to discover aspects of myself that I have hidden or that I have not embraced and loved. And um, I feel like I've already been in this process for a long time. I've been leading to this place for a long time. The last piece for me really truly has been the trauma piece. And now that I've been working with that for the last few months, you know, it, it, I, I am also in therapy because I, I think that it's a great idea to have somebody else who's impartial, who can kind of help you see the things that you need to look at and, and give you tools to help you through them. I have a, an amazing therapist. And basically, she said to me the other day, she said, I don't know anybody who has broken through the kind of stuff that you have broken through and the time frame that you have done it. And I said, well, I have an intention to heal this stuff. She said, I know, but I've never mm-hmm. seen it done this quickly before. Because, and it'd be one thing if from one week to the next, I could kind of show up and say things in a certain way. But the reality is, the next time I talk to her, I haven't reverted to the old behaviors. I'm actually really growing in this place and doing things differently. I'm thinking differently. I'm handling things differently. I'm responding to situations instead of reacting, which is really a big deal. And I'm understanding that these situations that come up in my life are opportunities and that I always get to decide what I want to do. There there doesn't have to be an immediate reaction or response to something. I can say, wow, let me look at this. Let me think about this. Let me sit with it and see how I feel. And then I can get back to you versus I can't believe you just said that. The other thing that's really amazing is that if I take responsibility for myself and I go, wow, this is my wound. I'm coming from there. I don't have to blame anybody for anything. I get to take responsibility and say, wow, I don't want to respond that way. I want to do this differently now. So it's really about giving myself permission to love myself in the places that I previously thought were unlovable, loving those places within myself, and then living my life from that place of love within myself. So it's, it's tremendous. And I'm, I'm so grateful to this woman who's put this certification program together. It's phenomenal and it's empowering and it's, um, you know, I feel like it raises the vibration of everyone who's kind of learning to love themselves. And that's where joy lives in these higher vibrations, love and joy. Have you thought about how this new certification will co-mingle with your current line of work? It's already happening. Well, I, I know you said that, but how, how does that, I, I mean, I, help me understand okay. how that kind of combos here okay so i'm going to just use an example so um so i had a client call today who wanted to know about a love relationship and so there were a couple of things she's widowed so we've had conversations with her late husband before and so she's she's in a relationship with somebody else now not sure how she really wants to move forward with this or what what it is she wants to do and you know in the meantime she she likes this person but she's not sure and then there's somebody else who might be a better fit for her and she's not really sure what to do and so it's very interesting looking at you know you know bringing in where is she where is she coming from as she's approaching these relationships So we talked a little bit about attachment styles without me naming them as attachment styles. But there's a lot of fear for her 
about being abandoned or being left alone if she doesn't accept one of the people who's already shown up, even though she knows that they're not completely in alignment with what she wants in her life. So we talked a little bit about addressing the fear coming into that piece, the abandonment piece, which is an attachment style. And then also one of the things I'm working on is learning to love yourself where you are. There's actually a book called Learning to Love Yourself, and it's by Gay Hendricks, written a long time ago, but phenomenal. And he talks about how when you ha- you'll have a reaction in your body if something is out of alignment. Typically, it's either going to be in your heart or it's going to be in your gut. And so one of the things that we did today, and this is some of the stuff that I'm learning because of the certification program, and then me kind of taking it to another level even beyond what I'm getting from the certification program, is, you know, me working with her to allow herself to feel the feeling she's feeling. So allowing herself to feel the fear in the moment and allowing herself to just be in that, to release the fear, and then asking herself, can I love myself feeling fear in this moment? Can I love myself feeling that fear? Can I just let myself feel it? And then walking her through all that until she can relax and come back to this place where she's not feeling the fear anymore. So kind of walking through, allowing the release of these old emotions that are based on these old patterns and these old fears and ultimately her attachment style in relationships. Wow. And so so when you come back to the place of, of loving yourself, then you get to make a choice that is in alignment with who you are and where you want to go. And that gave her the opportunity to decide whether or not these men that she's dating are in alignment with where she wants to go and what she really wants for her life without letting the fear be the thing that's motivating her or keeping her stuck. So I can give her the intuitive. I'm always impressed. Well, thank you. And then I can give the tools that can help the client kind of get out of their own way. And you know, Garrett, you know that that's, I've always been about that. I've always been about, mm-hmm. let me give you the clarity and the guidance, and then let me give you the tools mm-hmm. so you can actually mm-hmm. get where you want to go. So now I have a whole arsenal of tools to help people in I'm a so much more efficient way. I'm excited for you. And more you. importantly, I'm excited, excited for your too. clients. They're going to be completely overwhelmed with your magnificence. Well, thank you for that. Again, your check's in the mail, but it's, um, you know, the the other thing is, and I try to explain this to people because, you know, sometimes I'll get somebody who'll call back and they'll say, well, you know, you said all these things and then it didn't happen. And what I have to say to them is, did you change your mind? Because we all have free will. So that's the Mm -hmm. first thing. And then also, I can't do the work for you. I can love you and support you and be here and talk to you. And you can, I can be a sounding board and I can provide the guidance and the clarity. I can do all of those things. But the healing is an inside job. I can help facilitate that for you. But you have to do the work. Just like I'm having to do the work for myself right now. I want to be better. I want to be different. I want to be more. Nobody can do this for me. I have to learn to love me, myself. That's, that's the truth. So we all get to. We can give ourselves permission to love ourselves fully. And it will change the quality of our lives. It does. It changes the quality of our lives. I enjoy the moments much more now. I am much more present. I'm much more in the now. I am making choices that are much more in alignment with what I want for me. Um, and, you know, it's kind of silly, but it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't buy M&Ms at the grocery store. If I want chocolate, I buy chocolate that I really love. And it's, 
I don't settle now. I just, I don't want to do that anymore. What is the most loving thing I can do for me? And if I'm doing that for me, then my, my kiddo is learning that as well. And so mm-hmm. are the people around me. Because when we give ourselves permission, we're giving everyone permission. But it starts with us. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How do we follow like that up? <laughs> I think that the best thing that we can do is talk about Thanksgiving for next week. What are you going to be doing? Well, I made a command decision. <laughs> Um, I'm going to host Thanksgiving and whoever wants to come can come. And that's basically what it's going to be. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's, um, you know, it's been interesting the last few years. Um, my sister and I live very close to each other. She's with a partner that she's been with for a very long time. And he has a grandson who is, I think, six now, maybe seven. And so his daughter ends up hosting, and they kind of do an open house with the different holidays and stuff. So they, you know, typically they'll end up going over there, which is fine. You know, I want them to go and have fun, but I like hosting. And I always kind of feel like I'm waiting for my sister to decide what she wants to do before I make a decision. She's like, oh, but you're always welcome to come over there. And I'm thinking... I love them and they're lovely people, but I don't want to go over there. I want to have it in my own house. So I'm inviting a friend of mine that I think doesn't have anything else going on. I've known her since high school. She's awesome. And um, if my sister wants to come over, she can. If, if her partner wants to come over and if his daughter and their family want to come over, they can all come over. Garrett, if you want to come over, you can come over. Um, it's going to be a small, just a little gathering here. And whoever wants to come can come. So, um, but that's, that's my preference. Well, that's my preference. It's like, I don't, I don't want to kind of be waiting and at the whim of somebody else. I'd, I'd rather do my own thing. So that's what I'm doing this year. Um, so what's going to be your you? signature dessert? Oh gosh. You know, I hadn't even thought that far yet. Um, good question. Really, really good question. I don't know. You know, I might actually... Okay, I guess I'm saying this on the radio. I might actually try to make an apple pie. Yeah. Because if I, um, you know, I'd, I'd love to go back out to Oak Glen again and get some apples at the orchards. And, um, you know, I probably will do like a Dutch apple, which is like the cinnamon crumble topping. So, yeah, I think I may try to do that. We'll see. Well, see, I don't know. I may change my mind. You know me. I sometimes I change my mind. But it'll be good, whatever it is. I have no doubt. It'll be good, and, and it'll be fun. And, you know, and that's making you think of pumpkin. And I made some, for the day after Halloween, I made some cream cheese, some, some pumpkin-flavored cream cheese stuffed pumpkin brioche French toast. Woo, yum. And it was really good. And... I just put a tiny bit of maple syrup on it and some whipped cream, and it wasn't too sweet. It was really good, if I do say so myself. So I love stuffed French toast. I I make stuffed French toast maybe a couple times a year. Okay. So we did that, you know, after Halloween because we needed sugar after Halloween. (laughs) Clearly, yeah. Clearly, yeah. But I will will bake some croissants. I will definitely do that. And... um, so, you know, we'll see. I, I'm excited. I'm like, oh, I get to like, plan a menu and do all that stuff. It's fun. 
Right on. Yeah. What about you? Do you well, not plan for Thanksgiving? I I will be working. So um, it is my pleasure to go and okay, serve okay. other people so mm-hmm. their families can enjoy Thanksgiving at their homes. So um, they just needed some extra help. And I said, you know, I got nothing going on. It's a pleasure to come in. So that will be what I'm doing next week. So are, are you working all day? Um, yep. Yeah, noon to 830. So that's okay. pretty much all day. Mm-hmm. Well, but if I, I need volunteer... any last-minute things, I will come over yeah. there. Well, so I you know, that is what. a little bit of a hike since you'll pass 73 grocery stores before you get to where I'll be at. But I appreciate I know, the thought very, it. very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a house full of people. Let me go a half an hour out of my way. Mm-hmm. No, but you can do that some other day of the week. Don't do that when you're having all the company over, but that would be lovely. All yeah, right. so I'll be working next week. It's um, always a pleasure, you know, and... I just, you know, if I wasn't working, I really don't know what I would do. I just, I will tell you, so don't, okay. So I don't, I tell my customers all the time, yes, you should come to the grocery store when you're hungry because you buy enough food. So I'm after my shift last week and I only work there one day a week because it's my part-time job. Okay. You know, so I'm behind plexiglass all day. I wear a mask all day. You, you know, the whole thing. And after my shift, I'm starving. So what do I do? I go up on carbs, 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 and carbs. And when I'm done with that, more carbs. So I bought two lasagnas. What have I, I haven't eaten lasagna in like a hundred years, Rebecca, but I bought two of them because I looked at the fat content and I said, oh, it's low in fat. I might as well just stock up because I had a coupon, you know? Uh-huh. So, oh, I'll bake a thanks, I'll bake a lasagna for Thanksgiving. Well, then I'm going, by the time I get home from work, I'm not going to be cooking a lasagna or heating up a piece of lasagna or anything else. I am not putting a morsel of food in my mouth at that hour of the night. What are you thinking? But in the moment, I even thought about that. But in the moment, I was like, I'm getting lasagna. So I've got a lasagna in the freezer. You've got lasagna in the freezer. I know. I just, I, I, mm-hmm, I know. It's I okay, know. but you it's, know what I will say? I will say when somebody's doing a potluck at the office or, you that's know, one to take it. That's a really over, good one for that. It's perfect. Then, You're absolutely yeah. correct. So, mm-hmm. so you can that's exactly what I was thinking. And everybody oh, will be like, goodness. oh, my God, I can't believe Garrett brought lasagna. So they're brought all lasagna, yeah. yeah. So with and, that, and, folks, yeah. well, we're getting close to the, the, the 11th hour and 59th minute. So just a real quick yeah. reminder, next week, next Monday night, I'm going to be here with Mary Lou Monroe Ray. She'll be live from Brisbane, Australia. I'll be live from Hollywood, California. We'll be talking about whatever we want to, kind of like Rebecca and I have done tonight. Please visit Rebecca's website, IamRebecca.com, if you'd like to schedule a psychic reading with her. Mentioned you heard her here on the show for a special radio special. While supplies last, again, rated LGBT radios on Thursday at 2 p.m. And Journey with Stephanie will be live tomorrow night. That is November 16th at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We appreciate you tuning in. We love the feedback that we've been getting from everybody. More programming is coming in the new year for Rated G Radio. Stay tuned for that. In the meantime, check out all of our other fine programs that we have. Rebecca, thank you very much for being my guest co-host. It's always a pleasure having you for, here for an hour. I don't know where the time goes because in the months that we've been doing this, we've never gotten to our topics. We have a show <laughs> set of topics that we're going to eventually talk about. We've never gotten to them which is a pleasure. So thank you for being here. 
Well, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. I, I love hanging out with you, and, and thanks to the listeners, too. So. Okay. Everybody have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week, and take care of yourselves. You've been listening to Rated G Radio.